Welcome to the High on Life podcast, where it's all about empowering you with the medicine and the mindset to healthfully lose weight and thrive beyond the scale. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha High. Hi, friends. What is up? Welcome to episode five. Today, we are talking about searching for treasure and how important that is in your weight loss journey. I promise by the end of this episode, you'll understand what I'm talking about, and then you'll want to start searching for treasure too. Now, what got me thinking about this is a pattern I see so often in many of my clients, and I'm going to open by sharing a little interaction I had with one of my amazing clients just yesterday. Now, this client has been with me and my team for nearly eight months, and in that time, she has had amazing weight loss success without starving herself, but instead by finding a sustainable way of eating that fits her life, by learning to offer self-compassion, by letting go of the all-or-nothing mentality, along with a number of other tools and thought work we do with our clients. But yesterday, she was visibly discouraged and downcast, like just clearly feeling defeated. And this is how she opened up our session. I have gone totally off the rails right? Have you ever said that before? I have certainly heard that from so many people. I am, I've fallen off the wagon. I'm, you know, I'm totally off the rails, whatever uh, expression. I, I hear this so often from people. And so we explored what totally off the rails meant to her and how, um, you know, what, what she was describing and what wasn't going well and what was causing her to feel so defeated. So she shared how she had gained back when, when she stood on the scale that morning, she had gained back six pounds and she felt like, well, she had been indulging more over the past month. And she was just making this mean all these things and how she was totally, you know, defeated. Now, like many, many women, This client of mine has a very long dieting history. Like I'm talking dating back over several decades. And so this six pound weight gain triggered in her all of these thoughts about how she was back on the roller coaster, how she had let herself down, how this was clearly evidence that she was just repeating her same old pattern of dieting and then failing. You see, her brain immediately looked for all of the evidence to support her deeply held limiting belief that she can't lose weight and she's a chronic yo-yo dieter. And because she sees her world through this lens, her brain was able to find a lot of evidence to support this line of thinking. It's called confirmation bias, right? Where your brain just looks for the evidence to support what it already believes and it dismisses any evidence to the contrary. So I stopped her right there and I asked her, like, tell me what wins you've had this month. What has gone well? And of course, it's always easier for your brain to find things that have not gone well, especially if you haven't learned to manage your mind and your inner critic is loud and active, which is most of us. But she was able to tell me, okay, well, you know, there was more alcohol and there were treats around and I I didn't get anxious about it, which I would have in the past. And that's a win. And I didn't binge either. That's a huge win. I was mindful of my portions. I never went to bed feeling stuffed, which I have done countless times in the past. And even though I ate food that technically wasn't on my plan, I really didn't go on a total rampage. And to me, that that was huge, right? Can you see it? So she was able to find all of these wins when we searched for it. But this happens to people all the time. When things don't go perfectly, your brain highlights every failure every off eating moment, it highlights that slight increase in the scale. 
And then your brain wants to make it mean that you're a failure, that you can't do it, that, yep, I knew it. I can't lose weight. Look at how I have no willpower. But let me ask you, as I asked my client, when you have thoughts like, oh, I should know better than this. I'm just repeating my dieting history the way I've done for so many years. I've let myself down. I have no willpower. How do those thoughts feel? Does it feel good to think those things? No, of course not. It feels terrible. Now, I can already hear some of you thinking, but it's true, right? You're probably like, yeah, but it's true, right? I should know better. I am repeating my dieting history. I have let myself down. Here's the thing. There may be some truth in those thoughts, right? Your brain is gathering evidence to support its belief that you can't lose weight and that you're a failure. So these thoughts can provide evidence for that. But does it feel good to think those things? No, it feels terrible. It feels like defeat and failure. And when you're feeling like defeat and failure, you are not going to take helpful actions forward, right? You just aren't. You're more likely to quit and give up and throw in the towel because you feel like a failure already, and then you just fulfill that prophecy. And this happens time and time again where people self-sabotage their weight loss journey. Now, here's what I want you to see. It is our thoughts and not our circumstances that cause how we feel. What do I mean? Well, our brain wants to believe that the scale or let's say an overeating episode, whatever circumstance that happened, is what is causing us to feel like a failure. So in the case of my client, she believed that she felt like a failure because the scale went up six pounds. But circumstances are neutral, just as the number on the scale is totally neutral. What causes how we feel, our emotions, is our thoughts. So thoughts like, I knew it, I can't lose weight. That causes a feeling of failure. And from our feelings is where we take action, like quitting and then more self-sabotaging behaviors. And then these actions produce our results, like not losing weight and then repeating the cycle of history. So to recap, circumstances are neutral, thoughts cause our feelings, from our feelings we take action, and our actions produce our results. This is called the model, and I'll be sharing about how you can apply this in your life in a future episode. I learned that in my life coach training with Brooke Castillo, But it's very similar to um, some principles of cognitive behavioral therapy. But here's the beautiful part, is we get to decide what thoughts we want to focus on. Because equally true thoughts were, I didn't binge, and that's a huge win for me. And there was food everywhere, and I wasn't anxious, and I stayed in control. And yeah, I had a few indulgences, but I didn't go off the rails like I used to. Wow, look at those wins, right? Those thoughts were equally true and equally available when we search for them. And that's what treasure hunting is. It's looking for the treasure amongst the trash. Because because we all have both. By nature of being human, we all have treasure inside and we all have some trash to deal with too. Like that's just how it is. That's our humanity. We have good and we have bad and we aren't perfect. But whatever we focus on is what will grow. When we focus on the trash, we magnify the trash in our lives. But when we focus on the treasure, we magnify the treasure in our lives. Both are true. Both are there. Which one do you want to focus on? And this takes training because our brain's normal state of being is to focus on the negative and remind us of our past failures and how we don't measure up. So if your brain does that, let let me just 
stop you right there and let you know that nothing has gone wrong. You aren't broken. It's literally just how brains are wired. That's just part of being human. But we can train our brains to search for the gold, and then we'll magnify that in our life. That's the amazing thing about coaching, because as a coach, I get to hold neutral space for my client and just help her explore her mind. You see, if I had given her a pep talk and told her, you can absolutely do this, like, you're amazing, and if I had just kind of talked her up, she probably wouldn't have believed me. Because remember, her brain was just finding lots of evidence to support her limiting beliefs about herself. But by getting her to find equal truths, other truths in her life that were just as true as all the negative thoughts, but truths that were more empowering, she was able to find her own new thoughts to focus on, thoughts that were believable to her and likely to serve her much better. And what this showed her and what this work can show you too is forward movement, right? When she looked for the wins, she was able to see, actually, she had made progress. She wasn't in the same place that she was eight months ago or two years ago or what what she had repeated in the past. And really, that's all that's important in this journey is that we slowly and imperfectly make progress forward in the direction of our goals. It isn't perfect. It's not supposed to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. It's often messy, but you just keep going. The only time you fail is if you quit. So here's what you can do. When your brain wants to tell you a story about how you've gone totally off the wagon and you can't do this and you're a failure, look for one thing that has gone well. Look for one lesson that you can use to grow. You might have a ton of trash that seems really discouraging, but I guarantee there's some treasure down under. You just need to dig it up. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening to the High on Life podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review it on Apple Podcasts.